We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, besties. You know what I don't have time for? Oh, my God, I love this podcast so much, you guys. Hey, besties. I don't have time for this week. Imposter syndrome. I love sequels. What? What? I don't know what I'm doing. What do I do with that? Thank you. Welcome to Bestie Hotline. Bring, bring, step right up, step right up. Get your fresh lemonade. It's Friday. I'm Kate Reeves. And I'm Gemma Peanut. And it's Friday. Happy Friday, friends. Oh, happy Friday. I think it's time we kicked this intro over to you. I don't think so. Well, I mean, when's your girl going to learn? I don't know. To introduce herself on the mic. I've stopped commenting on it. I know. I've just let you... Oh, you stopped commenting with your voice. Yeah. But your eyes say more than your voice ever could. I just let you lie in your bed that you made. It's love, guys. It's love. <laughs> Deep love. But speaking of deep, we are deep in rehearsals for the live shows. It's exhausting. It's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. It's stressful. It's exhilarating. We have aha moments. We have moments where we think the show's crap. And then we're like, no, it's brilliant. And then we're like, is it? It's like the creative entrepreneur's journey. <laughs> have you like seen that, that meme? Yes, yes. This where is great. Yeah. This is good. This is awful. This is the worst thing ever made. I think this is okay. This is good. This is great. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. yeah that's the journey we're on, folks. <laughs> it's very soon. Showtime. So if you need to quickly try and grab a last minute ticket, you need to do that right now because we are coming for all of you. So soon, Rose. So I can't believe we're. First of all, can we just acknowledge the fact that we are in August? I know. Like, how did we get know. here? I don't know. No one knows. It's the mystery of time. It is upsetting. Shall we see who called the bestie hotline today? Yeah, let's see what journey others are going on. <laughs> Hi, Gem and Ravzi. I've got a dilemma for you. I, th- I think it's a dilemma. Breastfeeding in public. Mm. I was feeding my baby the other day and I saw a man walk past and shake his head at me. Ooh. And I, a part of me was like, no, I have every right to be here. I am nourishing my baby. I am a super mama. And the other half of me was like, I needed to cover up. I felt the shame. I felt vulnerable. And I feel like I just need a pep talk from you guys. Please. Thank you. Sure, babe. Let's pep talk away. Do you know what's funny about this? What it reminds me of is how you can think about something in theory. Uh Like, for example, breastfeeding in public. Uh You can be like, no, we're allowed to do that. I have every right. It's beautiful. It's magical. All those things. But until you are met with the gaze of a disapproving face yeah it can be your undoing in that instant yeah you know and all of that strength and bravado yes that we have as women and mothers nourishing our babies can disappear in an instant and I feel for Adil because I feel like listening to her and the language that she used around I have every right to be here that she's already had those thoughts of no, I'm going to breastfeed in public. I'm not going to hide away and I'm going to be okay with it. That's what boobs are for, dude. That's what they're for. They're not to sell you your car or for your titillation online. They are there to nourish babies. What do you think they were put there for? That exact activity. You know what shouldn't be done in public? Your ogling of a pair of tits. Revzy, tell me what your experience was with breastfeeding because I do 
think you go on a little bit of a journey. Yeah. Uh, well, proud public breastfeeder. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And breastfed Isla till she was 14 months. So, you know, breastfed her at your wedding. Yeah. And it was fine. I did have a couple of altercations. One confronting one. I was on a boat in Queensland. Oof. Let, let that settle in. A and boat. Can't a, escape. Can't escape. And I was breastfeeding Isla. I think she was about 11 months at the time. Well, she was because I remember saying to the guy, he was doing the same thing, a bit of a tut-tut face, looking at me, staring right into my areola. And then he goes, how old is that kid? Oof. You know, loaded mm. with judgment. Like mm. pretty much saying that kid's too old to be on the boob. How fucking dare you? So subtle months. subtext, bro. Like yeah, seriously. Subtle, subtle. Real nuance yeah. in your commentary on my life. And uh, I said 11 months, like quite defensively, but proudly. And he went... <laughs> And did one of those faces of like, oh, that's a bit old, isn't it? And I was like, fuck you. But I was on a boat, on a boat with the guy and only like eight other people. And it was like, oh, great. And you're like, do I continue this beef with this guy? How many hours have we got left on the boat? Where is this conversation going to go? Yeah, like, is this a hill I want to die? You know, do I give my energy to this man? You know, what did you do? That's it. I just said 11 months in a tone and I left my passag on the floor. Question. Yeah. How old was this gentleman? Oh, boomer. They always are. 50. Look, I don't. I don't want to boomer bash, okay? Yeah, but I give permission. <laughs> In this instance, I do too. Yeah. And look, I will admit that with Rafa as a first-time mum, I did the whole like chuck my muslin swaddle yeah. over oh. my shoulder, and it was so awkward and, and uncomfortable. And, and then you lose the you lose the what's it called the suck? What's it called? Oh yeah. my god, latch! The latch. <laughs> wow, it's been a minute. Um, you lose the latch, and it's clumsy, and you're already sweaty and trying to get a screaming face onto your titty. That's like, it. The muslin is a big nice to have yes but with Iggy he was a January baby it was the height of summer zero fucks given by this point I was confident I didn't care and I actually relished in the discomfort of men who would maybe catch my eye glimpse down at my boobs and then (laughs) jolt away and then feel bad for looking and I'd sit there being like lol they're just a pair of tits man yeah Justin take a picture it'll last longer it just makes me laugh my other favorite thing is to like talk to a man when I'm breastfeeding like it might be like a friend's husband or something (laughs) and I'm not doing it for attention but more just to normalize it to be like hey it's cool like actually I have a memory of my brother-in-law being quite uncomfortable because I was like hey how's work and he was like like I could tell internally (laughs) (laughs) you look like you got your hands full I could tell he was internally struggling but bless him he was also trying to normalize it in inverted commas in here we both are trying to just be cool with the fact that I've got my tit out you know so I kind of love it I love making them squirm yeah I'm kind of in the same camp you like you do you get it out that's what they're for I mean what else is there to say it's completely healthy and normal and I think we've moved well past that you remember when restaurants used to try and like ask people to leave or tell women to put Mm. their tit away and then they all got publicly shamed and now it's like shut up we'll do it wherever we need it's funny we've talked a lot about men tut-tutting breastfeeding in public but I've also witnessed boomer women feel more uncomfortable about it in the presence of their husband oh really yes oh my god yeah so funny and they're I'm like, fine I know they're fine <laughs> yeah I think the thing we forget is if you have to stay home or go somewhere like a dark room or a parent's room or a toilet or something the new mother is further isolated mm. and it's the biggest struggle when you have a new baby is how isolated you are and how sort of sexy sectioned off and siloed off you are as this and you're like oh it's just me and this kid and we're like I want people I want to 
want to re-enter society. And like being able to breastfeed in public is obviously a massive stage where you're like, I can go out, I can do things, I can get a coffee. If I can put my baby in the pram and feed them and have a nap while I'm out, I'm less isolated. I feel like I can rejoin the world. And so it makes me so mad that like just one look from someone who doesn't understand all of that and all of that work and exhaustion and mental load that's gone into this mum going out for the day with her baby. He doesn't have a clue about how hard that was. He just got up and made his toast and had his fucking all brown and went out into the world and made a look. Mm. Fuck you, Brian. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fuck you, Brian. Yeah, we hate you. (laughs) But I love that we're not getting that from people of our generation. I have never seen a woman or a guy in their 30s attempt to do a tut-tut or even a slight look of put it away. If anything, it's a look of discomfort and I'm okay with that. I also love the trend of outing your bellies. Like I know that there there are some boomer people who are taken aback by that. And I just feel this movement of more and more ownership of the female form while it's growing life and seeing it for all of its beauty and therefore putting it out on display rather than hiding it away. And I'm here for it. All of it is so positive. Yes. And like, you know what? The roar of the dinosaur. Yeah, (laughs) truly. Your time is done. Yes. It's done. Sorry, we're here. We procreate. We're pregnant. We breastfeed. Get used to it. Yeah. And for our DL, I'm sorry you did experience the whole two things can be true. You can go in with the intentions of feeling empowered and breastfeeding publicly. And at the same time, you felt shamed. And vulnerable. I didn't like hearing that. You know, like he really made her feel he was in the position of power to cast a judgment on her. Well, did you feel that way on the boat? Yeah, Where once attention was brought to it, did you feel like you needed to cover up and take her off the boob? Definitely my instinct, but I you dug your heels in through it yes. to make a point but yes. that's personality isn't it yes. like I totally understand that if you felt affronted and she wouldn't have been expecting that to come from anywhere no. she's just sitting there minding her own business feeding her baby I can totally understand how that could be like oh what and you don't know what morning she had mm. you know imagine like how hard it was to get out of the house that day and whatever's going on in her life and then some dickhead casts a look you yeah. know like it's just shut up I hate this guy <laughs> do you know what I did feel confronted by I'll admit when I was breastfeeding feeding so fine when the baby was on even fine trying to get the baby on but there was a season (laughs) where Rafa would get so distracted when I was breastfeeding out and about and she would rip off the nipple and look the other way and then my tip was straight up just out you know what it's similar to it's like you know when you're in a bikini on a beach and you're like this is totally fine and then you walk off the beach into the corso then you walk into the (laughs) corso to get on a bus and then you're like, I need clothes. I need, I'm naked. I'm like, naked. Yeah. I, I need to cover up. Like, <laughs> yes. like there's always that transition where yes. you're like, okay, I need to put something on. I had that with yeah. breastfeeding when yeah. my kid ripped off and my yeah, nipple was out. Some milk just leaks out or yeah. squirts at someone or like, it's just like your nipples are full erect because yeah. it's just been sucked on. And also by this point, as a new mum, I was coming to terms with the shape and color and yeah. size of my breastfeeding nipples. You know, that was very confronting. Yes. They're not your own. No, they were no longer my own. They felt completely alien to me and I was somewhat offended by my giant nipples. <laughs> so the dumb baby can find them. I mean, like, I know. baby doesn't have to find them. You shove them in the baby's mouth. Yeah. Like, it's a flaw in the design. Oh, there are so many flaws in our design, Rebsy. <laughs> so many. As if the, you're just lying there letting the baby find the nipple. I mean, please. They don't even know where their fucking nose is. Anyway, look, uh, pep talk, you do you. You're doing it a amazing job mama like you're amazing you're feeding your baby from your body it's incredible
incredible. It's so cool. I miss it. I miss it. Rebsy, I miss it too. And you I miss it. I, yes, believe it or not, I do. I'm mad at myself. Okay, so for context, I've been around a lot of newborns lately. When I was up at Cabarita, I caught up with a friend who has a four-week-old and then my other friend has a six-month-old. So I witnessed some breastfeeding, yeah. okay? And I was ogling. Like I couldn't stop staring beautiful. and feeling emotional. Like I was like, your body and, you know, some of my friends have a real chunk of babies. Yeah. Like I'm talking croissant legs. I never had full, full, full chunky kids. Yeah. And I just thought, fuck, that's some potent milk. Yeah. Like look at your child. That so is good. and they were exclusively breastfeeding. They were lucky enough to get to do that. But I just couldn't believe that this milk coming out of them created all those delicious fat rolls so cool. i loved it it's, it's so, so cool. cool yeah i remember my mum getting emotional watching me breastfeed and i get it i totally get it now yeah. like i yeah i find it beautiful and i miss i loved breastfeeding oh, like, i hated it in the moment I what know. a wasted thought I know. such a waste i remember my last feed with isla like yesterday like because i knew it was my last feed yeah. and oh god i just loved it i loved feeding it just it was so yeah. beautiful and i yeah teddy self-weaned at seven months that was sad that was rougher it's upsetting iggy i was done i was like <laughs> get off i have extended myself by seven months this was not the deal i was doneer than done <laughs> which is why i think i now feel a bit sad yeah it's mm. a beautiful time yeah. and i think you're incredible and fuck that guy damn straight we love you dls we hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out with us in our Facebook group and yes. on our socials. Yes. There's a lot going on right now. So much going on. <laughs> and we hope to see you soon at the shows. Any day now. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.